Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. C103 Gardening with the Mallow Home and Garden Festival, May 26th to 28th at Cork Racecourse Mallow. It's too big to miss. There's our first mention of the Mallow Garden uh, Festival. Here is Peter Dowdle, thegardener.com. Uh, good morning to you, Peter. Or good afternoon. Good morning, good afternoon, good afternoon, afternoon Trish. How are you? As it is now. Garden Festival just be around the corner. We're nearly at the end of March and the clocks are going forward this Saturday. Is it this? My, my daughter was asking me that earlier. I said it's probably next month sometime. So <laughs> I'm, I'm behind myself. Right? Well, well, do you know something? It, it, it snuck up on me. It was only yesterday I realised I had to double check it. It is this weekend. 
I'm delighted though I'm delighted I yeah, must say yeah it is, it yeah, is but different. it has snuck up on us yeah and the, the garden is kind of growing in front of us without even seeing without without it does does this to me every year it catches me unawares yes we're nearly at the end of March already this year seems to be flying by okay yeah. let's get straight into questions John and Skull was on to say that he last year picked a lot of heads from wild flowers. He still has them. Now he said they very much have died off. So he wants to know, what do I do? Do I sow them now? What's the best way to do it? He wants to create his very own wild flower patch. And that's great because like by, by collecting his own, he he really is making it his own because he's collected the seed. So what you do is, uh, which with the, he did the, the correct thing by harvesting the, the seed heads last autumn, so kind of September, October, November last year, cut the seed heads. Uh, you, can, like, you could leave them on the ground and let the seed disperse naturally. But as he's taken them in, what you want to do is shake the seeds, or maybe he's already done this, shake the seeds out of the seed heads onto a bit. I do this on the kitchen table with a bit of newspaper underneath. Shake them onto the newspaper or brown paper or whatever. Uh, and so you then you separate the chaff from the seed, if you like. Uh, and what you do, once you have that seed collected, um, this time of the year, March, March, April, really are the best months to do it. After that, then it's September, October. Uh, it's There's nothing to it, really. Just you need to make sure that the seed makes contact with, with bare soil, that you're not scattering seed on top of grass or vegetation because it won't germinate then. It needs to make contact with the soil. Uh, and really, if you, if you have clean soil for it, it doesn't want to be rich soil. It doesn't want to be good quality soil, if you like. It wants to be nutrient poor. Uh, or else the grasses will take over. So if you if you make just make sure that it's not wonderful soil. There's no existing growth there that the the soil is clear and just sow the seeds onto it and and you could roll them in or stand them in if you want or just more importantly it's just uh, you know nature is doing this bit but most importantly is water them in at the moment. Yeah, and I, as you say, I love the idea of what John has done is to collect the heads and maybe that's a suggestion for other people to do this year. If you come across nice wildflowers, just take some of the heads. Absolutely. Don't take the plant out of, out of the ditch or anything like that. that's illegal apart from anything else. And it won't, um, chances are they won't transplant properly. So, yeah, just just harvest some of the seed heads. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great idea. Martin wants to know what can be done with palm trees that are turning brown? Hard to say. I presume when he, when he uses the term palm, he's talking there about conifers. Um, it depends which, you need a bit more information. It, it depends which ones they are. It depends how old they are and it depends what's causing it. But like when you see something like that, particularly if they're established or mature conifers that are turning brown, you, you look at it in the first instance, you might look for, you know, environmental damage. And what I mean by that is kind of localized. Was there an oil spill or did you some weed killer spray onto it or something like that? But presuming or assuming that that's not the case, maybe it is the case. But if that's not the case, then you need to go investigating further. And if there's no obvious reason for it, it's most likely some kind of a fungal problem, a fungal infection, maybe Phytophthora or similar, which has got hold. Um, but it does warrant a bit more investigation because, you know, if it, there's not much you can do with Phytophthora, unfortunately, or honey fungus, but you would want to know if you have either of them in the garden. So it does warrant a bit further investigation, maybe bring some photos to your local garden centre, perhaps, or, um, or, or talk to a knowledgeable gardener nearby and see if they can shed some light on it. Yeah and the fact that Martin in his text is talking about palm trees in the plural so it's not just one tree yes, that has turned yeah, brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. No, the, the, the other thing, sorry, sorry Trish, just on that note, the other thing is if they're Leyland palms and if they're just going brown on the inside or well all conifers will go brown on the inside with the greenery on the outside it may just be that which is totally natural or Leyland palms you, you know the Capressa Calparis Leylandii which uh, people are either love or hate. Yeah. 
they they do also have a lifespan. So I mean, if if they're fifty or sixty year old plants, it's maybe they're just coming to the end of their life. Yeah, yeah, need to be replaced. Okay, question mm. for Peter, please. What is the mixing ratio for copper sulfate and water in order to spray apple trees? What I, I often recommend this, as you know, Trish, to, at, at this time of the year, time of mud burst, to, to spray apple trees and, and rose bushes and things like this. With the solution of copper sulfate and water, it, it works as a preventative for many fungal infections, which they can suffer from. Um, the solution will vary on where you buy it or where you get it. So the garden centre product, which is a kind of like in a form of a white powder, uh, and it's, it's sold as copper mixture. You mix that, I think I'm right, to the rate 35 grams to a litre or a litre and a half of water. But you can also get it, obviously, in the form of what's called bluestone, which you get in your local co-op or dairy gold or wherever. Um, you'd want to ask them, because I'm not a chemist and I know there's various different strengths of it, depending on on whether uh, I think it's pentoxide. I'm not sure of the, the even the terminology, but I know there's different strengths of it. Um so you would want to find out from where you buy it as to the correct rate to, to, to dilute it. OK, say on palm trees, somebody has a palm tree that they want to cut six or seven feet off. I'd like to know, is, is it OK to do it now? It's about 18 to 20 feet tall. They've sent on a photograph. It's the typical palm tree. Yeah, well, no, it's not okay to do it now, and it's no. illegal to do it now okay. from the under the wild the wildlife act. So don't because there will be or there very possibly will be wildlife nesting in, in it. So don't. Um, I would say you could do it towards the end of the year, which is kind of October time. But you're probably better off doing it maybe in February of next year, just as the new growth is beginning. I'd rather cut it as the, the temperatures are rising as opposed to when the temperatures are dropping. Um, on saying all that, that's the correct timing, but. It, 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 be very careful before you do it because you will I haven't seen a photograph obviously I don't know them but like you will destroy the shape of them and they won't re- regain that shape it's not like pruning deciduous trees where they can you know keep their shape it will look like forever that it's been cut So and it, it, they won't green up under where they, around where they've been cut so just bear all that in mind and if you're happy with that and still happy to do it and if it need, needs be then I would say wait till maybe kind of January, February of next year. And I'm looking at the picture in front of me. It's a gorgeous shape, but I can see the problem. It's in a beautiful garden. It's just, it's gone too big. It's just gone too high for the rest of the garden. Well, make sure then that you get just a, a good, a good um, reputable tree surgeon down to look at it uh, because there's a right way and a wrong way. Or, or mm. you can, you can minimise, let's say, the visual impact of doing it uh, and, and try and do, do it. The, the right way as opposed to the wrong way. Yes, because it's it's, be- it's a beautiful looking garden and a very healthy looking tree as well, I have to say. Uh, and also uh, a Laburnum Vasali, Vis- which, uh, which I planted. Uh, Vassia, yeah. Vassia, yeah. which I planted three years ago. It hasn't flowered yet. Is there anything I could do to encourage the flowers? The, the, the gardener's magic word, I'm afraid. Patience, <laughs> patience. Yeah, Laverne and the, you know, the beautiful golden rain, the golden, the, the lovely golden flowers will be out soon. Um, th- three years in the ground is not that long in gardening terms, I'm afraid. Um, I would say it's just a matter of time. I hope maybe even this year. Uh, there's, there's not a whole pile you can do to encourage it, provided it's growing in a sunny position, that's getting a good amount of sunlight and it's warm. Um, the only thing you could try is maybe some sulfate of potash around it at the moment uh, to try and promote some flower buds. Worth to try sulfate of potash are, are a good quality organic tomato food. Catherine in Donnerail, my Leylandi hedge is fraying, deteriorating and getting brown. There are holes forming at the bottom, but it seems healthy higher up. Can I do anything to bring it back? It's about 12 feet high. 
they're all ringing about their Leyland hedge today, yeah. aren't they? Um, it seems seems to be a problem now. The, the way what she's describing can be very natural or naturally occurring, and it's more most likely caused by just not enough sunlight getting to the lower areas. So. What I would say, what I was talking there earlier about cutting back the other one, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing it. When you're cutting back a conifer hedge, um, it's you kind of taper it so that it, it's a bit kind of cone-shaped, if you know what I mean, Trish, so that the, the bottom part of, of the conifer should be sticking out slightly more than the top part so that it's the sunlight is getting to all parts of it. In other words, if the top of the hedge is overshadowing and shading the lower part, then it will start doing what she's describing. You'll start getting brown patches and holes. It sounds more like that, a lack of sunlight and maybe a bit hungry as opposed to any fungal infection or bacterial problem that she's, the way she's describing it. So I would say a bit of good pruning uh, where there's more sunlight getting to the lower part of the plant could help there. Okay, and Catherine also has lavender in a pot. She says, it seems dead. I'm wondering, might it come back? Or can I cut it back or do I just simply get rid of it? I would say get rid of it. Lavender, I don't know obviously if it's dead or not because I haven't seen it, but lavender is one of these plants that it, it does tend to get woody and leggy in our climate. It just loves that we give it rich soil, we probably feed it and good compost, it gets as much rain as it wants. Uh, not what it's used to when it's native down around the Mediterranean. So it just, it grows and grows, it nearly outgrows itself. And then when it gets to the stage where it gets too leggy or perhaps it's got too wet, uh, we, we, we try and cut it back very hard to regenerate it and it just, it curlies, it doesn't like it. So I would say just replace it, I'm afraid. Yeah, and there's nothing better than the smell of lavender in the garden. Oh, oh I, I love lavender in the garden. Yeah, it's fantastic. Johnny Newmarket, would Peter recommend Grazon Rooster for killing moss on lawns? I'm not familiar with the product, so I don't know is the short answer. Um, the, the best the, the, what I would recommend for, for I'm, not, I'm not saying I wouldn't recommend it I just don't know it uh, what I would recommend for, for using on lawns is it, in the first instance it's a good scarify scarify it to improve the kind of the soil surface and the base of the grass plants get good air aeration and you're removing a lot of the thatch and the build up of dying and decaying matter which is where moss loves and the other thing is to um to kind of increase the soil uh, the soil ph so the alkalinity of the soil so you're making it more limey which is perfect for grass uh, but moss wants acid soil so the more the more you can make it slightly alkaline the the better you'll be against moss okay is it okay to cut back my st john's wart now says the listener Yes, I think you should be okay. Where where are we in March? It's a bit late. Ideally, I would have done it in February, but you, you should probably be okay now, yeah. Okay, all right. And before you go, what are you up to? You've got something you want to I, tell us On this Saturday, it's Saturday 25th, I'll be in, I mentioned it last week, but just we're in K Landscapes, which is the old Irish aggregates down in the ovens outside Ballincollig in Cork. They're, they're in the middle of, of restoring their paving centre there and myself, and there'll be six other, I think, landscape gardeners and designers there this Saturday from 9 a.m., uh, I'll be there from, from nine until about two o'clock. So anybody who's got any questions or answers, feel free. And again, of course, there'll be the usual family entertainment and tea and coffee. And then the following Saturday, Trish, I'll be down in um, Elizabeth Fort, which would be a fascinating project. We're starting to talk in part of the Learning Neighbourhood Network. Uh, I'll be talking about the importance of green walls and green infrastructural elements in Cork City in terms of flood relief, which oh. is something it's, it's we're not looking at the garden and nature in terms of flood relief the way we should be. Uh, so I'm hoping to, to spread the, the good news about that. 
uh, and also coming up in a few weeks time but I'll talk more to you about it I'll be giving some great demonstrations and in, in photo wildlife park where we're talking about the the natural connections between many of the plant species and the animal species and photos. So there's lots coming up over the next few weeks. Well done. Well done. OK, listen, have a lovely week and uh, we'll chat to you next Wednesday. Thanks, Trish. Bye. Thanks a million. That is uh, Peter Dowdell, the Irish Gardener.com.